Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash we do it all. As always, I'm your host, John. Very happy to be here. My boy, Jay Hizzle, Verity Six. How you doing, my dog? You know me, man. Feeling good. Living good. Um, as you, as usual, appreciate everyone for their support watching us. Uh, we've been putting out these player contents out all summer, man. We got another great guest on that I'm happy to introduce. Uh, but before we start with that, if you're watching this video on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, um, Apple Podcasts, get at us, interact with us, follow us, because we we appreciate your support, like I said. But let me introduce our guest, um, a man of many accolades, played everywhere, a long pro as well. He's second team, all Big 12 in 2017, second team, all Big 12 in 2018, former Oklahoma State Cowboy. Jeffrey Carroll Jr. Welcome on to the show. Welcome on to Clutch Talk, my man. Oh, what's doing? up, fellas? How y'all doing? I'm great. I'm great. I'm glad to be here. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. Like how Jay Hill said, a a, a star, man, a star, a, a, a true pros pro, man. We got our guy, Jeffrey Carroll, man. So we, we're happy to have you on the show. Uh, but like how Jay Hill said at the, at, you know, at the top of the show, man, we appreciate all the support. But, uh, you know, we like to do over here at Clutch Talk. We like to get straight into it. So let's just let you know, let, let's just jump straight into it, man. So, Jeffrey, man. So we know you were born in Alexandria, Virginia, man. But what I want to know is. Who put that ball in your hands and at what age? Um, whew, man, I would probably say my dad to start off, man, probably as soon as uh, I could really remember. Um, he definitely gave me that little uh, 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 Fisher-Price goal uh, with the yeah. ball. And uh, it's just definitely something that I saw, like, right away. And, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, from there, um, I would say, you know, from there, I mean, it's it's been love ever since. But I mean, I play I played uh, some sports uh, throughout my childhood, but um, I didn't know that basketball would be the one that I would uh, go go pretty far in. Okay, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah, we we tend to see, you know, mo with most of these uh, interviews that we do, a lot of the pe a lot of these cast start with, you know, with that Fisher Price hoop. You know, so I got a little, right. got a little baby girl too. So I mean, I gave her the, a little Fisher Price man, hoop too. Man, it's a good start. It's a good start. <laughs> man, for sure, for sure. So and then, so you know, you 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 know, you talk about you know your pops gave you that hoop, but like uh, as a as you know as a as a youth, you know, w w did you? Who are you modeling your game after? You know, did, did your pops play or something like that? Or were you, was there any players you were looking at? You were like, man, I'm trying to model my game, you know, trying to be like that. Um, Starting off, I mean, I really didn't try to be like anybody, to be honest. I mean, basketball was just something that I just really liked to watch and something that I like really caught myself just trying to find out more about, trying to play, you know, for my, for my fun time. But um I mean, my, my dad uh, definitely played. Uh, he played uh, played high school. He played um, he played some college, and then um, but no, he he didn't uh, he didn't uh, go to the league or, or play professional. But um, but no, I mean he. So I would say like the basketball definitely goes in the blood. So man, that's that's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's what's up. We 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 tend to see that. We know a lot of a lot of these hoopers, man. So you know, uh, you know, you 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 grow, you know, grow up, get a little older. You you decide to go to to Raleigh High School in Texas, man. So talk talk right. to us a little bit about uh how you know your high school basketball experience was. We know by your senior year, you were you did you know district champion, led your team to twenty six and four record. Uh, you know, very, right. accomplished a lot of great things. But you know, how was that experience? Uh, it was great. I mean, it was it was definitely where I found out that, you know, basketball could be my could be my way, you know, in, in life. And um, from there, um, 
Yeah, it started in high school, uh, freshman year, coming in, young cat, thin. Um, I, I made JV. And uh, it's funny because uh, all my best friends made varsity my, my, my freshman year, and I was the only one that didn't make varsity. And, man, it was a sad day, man. It, it was a very <laughs> sad day. But um, it definitely gave me a chance to, to play, develop, uh, gain my confidence, uh, I would say, was the biggest thing that probably – that probably um that probably you know a catapult to me into my my sophomore year and then from there I made varsity was finally finally joined a team uh, with my best friends and all that and then uh from there um uh sophomore year w- w- was pretty good you know still still learning and trying to find my way because a fun fact uh, I actually played you know the four and five in high school I was not a yeah. guard at all and I didn't really develop my guard skills until which brings me to my junior year where my best friend, uh, college roommate, uh, Layton Hammonds, um, he invited me to um, the Dallas Mustangs, uh, like, tryout uh, pretty much. And I uh, made the team. And then from there was where I kind of started to really to really get serious with it. And then because uh, I joined a team and we all went D1 that year. Like, from top to bottom, I think we all went D1 that year. And um, but like we had, you know, true, true bigs on the team. And like they told me they were like, I mean, like you're going to have to play guard. And I was like looking at them like, you know, I can barely play guard. I, you know, I really can't. I'm not comfortable dribbling. You know, I'm used to guarding, you know, slower cats. But I mean, that that really made me, you know, like like kind of kind of change my game. And like from from that summer on was was just trying to just uh, just develop, you know, that 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 guard uh, situation. But. Once that summer ended, I'm going back to Rowlett. Guess where I'm playing at? The five again. So it's like, I'm like, coach, you know, please. Uh, I've been working on my guard skills. He's like, man, you know, uh, we need you at the four or five. I'm like, all right, you know, uh, whatever it takes for the team. But um, I would say that summer was probably like the biggest summer of my, you know, probably my playing career because then I got some D1 looks. Um, I wasn't really known like that. I was only a three-star at Rowlett. And um, yeah, from there it was kind of was kind of history. Yeah, man, that's that's a crazy story, Jeff. Because I, I know for a lot of guys, and you know, you played at Oklahoma State, Big Twelve. Uh, that's a high major conference and everything. But usually, early on, you'll see guys are playing, you know, varsity as a freshman. You know, they're highly touted, right. four or five star. For so to make that jump's right. incredible. But what what kind of for you? Was it in the difference, you know, you talked about the position, but what was it in AAU that was different from high school? Was it just that opportunity or or what kind of changed uh, looks? Um, uh, opportunity for sure. Getting, uh, uh, getting, you know, getting seen by these colleges is like half the battle for this, like for these kids. I mean, especially those who aren't highly scouted like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, I was blessed enough to, you know, be able to join the, the Dallas Mustangs. And like I said, we were very, very good. I think everybody went high D1, if not mid-major D1. So that, so of course, you know, we're having scouts, uh, at our tournaments every weekend, you know, uh, uh, game in and game out. So I think just finally having the opportunity to be seen and like uh, taking, you know, full, uh, uh, advantage of it. Cause you know, like you can get the opportunity, but then you got, you got to do something with it. So I think I would say that right there was probably like the biggest thing. 
Man, man, absolutely. So, you know, like how you said, you know, you you got you got to take advantage of that of that opportunity. And that's, you know, that's exactly what you did. You know, you you uh you know have a great high school career, you uh, you know have a great AAU career as well. And then, you know, for college, you decided to go with Oklahoma State, man. But what I want to know is like, you know, what what went into that decision? I I did see that you, you know, were were recruited by Kansas to TCU, Oklahoma University. But talk to us about, you know, what made it what, what went into your recruitment and you know how the, how that was uh man that recruitment process was a blessing but it was also very crazy at the same time because like like I said I was a kid you know coming from nothing really not really being seen to to literally I think one uh, AAU tournament changing my whole my whole thing but um to go into that I mean I actually took my first official visit to Kansas State I don't like uh, I don't even know if people really know about that but I took my first official visit there because I think at that time uh, you could have five or um, uh, I think maybe now you still have five but um yeah I took or uh, unofficial to UNT because I'm from Rowlett so that's you know about a 45 minute ride but um yeah I would say uh yeah, Can- yeah Kansas State was my first official visit um another teammate from the uh, Dallas Mustangs uh team was uh Marcus Foster um I, I played with him as well and we both took the visit uh, at the same time. And I just remember being, you know, so excited, you know, like a kid never really coming out of Rowlett, you know, much. And going into like a college environment was just a totally new world. And I was blown away. Like, I think I think I remember my feelings, like right when I got there was like, I want to commit right away. Like before this opportunity slips or it goes anywhere, I want to commit. But I um, told my dad and he was like, you know what, you know, you have Stillwater next week. You know, I think maybe after you go to, to Stillwater and just see how you feel. And then, you know, we can come to see. And then I was like, okay, fine. Just being, you know, a really excited Nancy. And then that, that next week came and I got to Stillwater and cause um, it's not really much out here. And so, <laughs> you know, like it doesn't really sound like much, but like Stillwater it, is in his own little land. And, but it was like, it just, it just blew me away. And just how, you know, like the team that was there at the time, um, Marcus Smart, Brian Nash, Michael Brown, you know, some greats. And just going from, like, watching them on TV to, like, oh, I'm about to go take a visit here, which was kind of crazy. And, I, of course, I was excited again, but now my dad was with me this time. And um, I told him, I was like, okay, I think this is it. Like, I think, you know, I, you know, I can have, like, a real, real, like, real chance to play here. And he was like, all right, I mean, if you want to, you know, go ahead. I mean, it's, it's you committing, not me. I was like, all right. So I remember uh, I was at uh, uh, Travis Ford's house, uh, very, very beautiful home. And uh, we were just sitting there at the table. And I was just so nervous. I was like, man, I don't even think that I can, like, form the words to even say it because I'm just so nervous. And I was like, coach, uh, I want to commit. You know, everybody got excited. We stood up. Congrats. And then, yeah, from there, it was history. From there, uh, uh, I was a cowboy. Man, man, that's 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 a, that's a really oh. cool story, man. I, I, I always love to hear, you know, stories about, you know, how how the, how the commitment came about. Right. Uh, so that was, that was, that was that's great, you know. So, you know, your freshman year, uh, we, we know you, you know, you redshirted. But tell us, uh, what I'm always interested to hear about is, you know, how was that transition? You know, when you go from high school basketball to where you, you may have a kid who not really even good at basketball, just tall, can make the team, to where you're playing Division One. every cat, the, the man who plays zero minutes is was 
the was the boy and was his right. boy out of high school. So talk to right. us about that, how that transition was, uh, how was the speed for you and all that. Um, it was it was kind of tough at first, to be honest. I'm not gonna lie. Um, because getting there or like in high school, because I like started at the bottom and finally, you know, worked hard and like got my way to the top. Um, and then once you hit college, you you hit the refresh button. None of that matters. You were three star, four star, negative two star, <laughs> you know, all like all that's out the window and in this fair ground. And um, so I wouldn't say like I like struggled with like going from being a guy to like nobody, but it was like I wasn't aware of the red shirt idea, I guess. So it kind of caught me off guard. And um, because I at that time, um, I think you were allowed to play up to like seven games and then you were able to decide if you wanted to. And I want to say it was like game four, game five of the preseason. uh, My family came up. Um, they were, you know, of course, uh, excited to be there, excited to see me play. And I remember getting uh, pulled off the court because I coached for uh, uh, he, uh, he wanted to speak. And of course, you know, I'm excited. You know, I have no idea what's going on. And I and I go in there, and you know, it's kind of like a serious vibe. And I'm like, oh, like am I in trouble? Like, did I do anything wrong? And I kind of like he kind of just starts talking, and he was like, uh, how would you feel about red shirting? And, you know, at first I kind of just didn't really say anything because I, I wasn't aware of it. Um, I, I knew what it was, but I, I didn't really have plans to do it. And, um, and like, yeah, I mean, he just kept it real with me. And that's something that, you know, I um, uh, thank him for, you know, to this day because, you know, some coaches, you know, like they could sugarcoat it, could sell you a dream in his one way. But, you know, he uh, kept it real with me. He was like, you know, we're, we're really loaded, you know, uh, as you can see. And, you know, it, I just, you know, it, it's just going to be hard to find time for you, you know, playing as a freshman. Because, you know, I'm playing behind Phil Forte, who's one of the best shooters in the country. And he's and he's a six man. So it's like, oh, you know, I'm definitely probably not going to see the floor. So I just thought it was my best, my best to, to probably do it. Because then, you know, I, I like really like, like sat back and thought about it. Well, like, I like get a year to not play, I get it back, and I and I have a full year to really work on my game, go to school, go to class, and work on my game, and that's exactly what I did. Man, what what was it like? You know, you talk about you you come in, you're you're recruited there, you're you're on scholarship, everything, but that moment when you knew you had to redshirt, what was it like that first year, kind of mentally having to stay locked in? that whole year when you see maybe other freshmen playing guys, you, you know, the guys on your AAU team, they're at their schools and they're playing, right. they're getting a lot of minutes right. and you seeing them shine. How was it that like mentally, what, what would you do to stay locked in? Uh, mentally, you know, of course I went through the, the, the poor Jeff phase. I was like, man, you know, it's unfortunate, but then it's like, shortly after I realized, you know, like no one's going to feel sorry. And I really saw it as, kind of an advantage because you know some of those freshmen you know like they have highs and lows you might play a lot for a good good spurt of games and then you might not play at all for a good spurt of games so I just try to focus on the bigger picture like okay right now it sucks tomorrow next week in a month it's still probably going to suck but next year like mm-hmm. what do you want to look like and I just always kept my 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 focus on that was just a bigger picture um, 
and like uh, this was before the you know like the 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 good years so i just thought mm. you know like i have a year to like work on my body uh be in the weight room a lot focus on eating you know uh, getting my weight up because i was kind of thin thin getting in there and um yeah i mean just just kind of taking it for what it was because yeah like I, i'm not gonna act like oh like, it didn't phase me you know one bit but like in the moment yeah for the first couple of days i'm like man you know like you go through the am i good enough like Mm. to be here but then like you just kind of get in your head and it's like that's just you talking to you so then like you know like right after that it was like hey you have time to focus on yourself get better you know uh be a good teammate you know I was the biggest cheerleader probably on that because I was like I want to affect the game somehow I can't play I'm gonna scream at somebody you know I, I, I'm gonna make sure my teammate knows that I see him you know doing good and all that so I like just really try to just, just just focus on the bigger picture. I would say, man, I, absolutely, and that and that just speaks, you know, your your maturity because I mean, let's be real, like a lot of college kids at that level, you know, who's had the success that you've had up to that point, really wouldn't wouldn't be able to swallow that pill. So that's definitely, you know, hats off to your maturity to be able to do that. But you know, you all, you talked about you know that second year and you having that you know you having that mindset. So that's you know that's what I want to get into now. You know, after you you redshirted, when that first game that you know that you were able to play, uh, like talk talk to me about the jitters. You know, talk to me about how you felt and did you feel like all right? You know, I had that year. You know, I know you said you, you wanted to bulk up. You know what I'm saying? Did you did you feel prepared? Did you feel like your game you know took a took 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 some jumps and you were ready to go? I did for sure because uh, something that I kind of like my role or that people knew me was was just for being a shooter. So I think, um, you know, changing my body, getting it bigger, being able to take hits because I'm in practice taking hits from Markel Brown, LeBron, Marcus Smart, you know, because I'm the practice dummy. So, like, I had a chance to really guard some some pro guys, you know, uh, at the time. And, you know, like I had no idea. So, no, I would say, like, to this day, I tell people, like, red shirt was probably the best thing I could have did for my whole career because I mean obviously like it would have been great to play that year but I probably wouldn't have got that gotten that much out of it so I think just having that just that that whole year off was just the best thing for me and I just going into the the first game and of course I was nervous because then it's like you know the, the the time is finally here you know what you're doing all this work you know like the time is 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 finally here and so now, like, oh, like, uh, of, of course, some jitters, but I mean, it all it all kind of goes out the window, you know, for a few minutes, you know, as soon as you start playing. But um, yeah, man, uh, if a few names like you mentioned, LeBron Nash, obviously, yeah, he he was everyone was LeBron Nash's story up until then. But uh, Marcus Smart. The, last year's defensive player of the year man you talked about guarding him in practice what, what was it like being around him? like was he was Don't he like that me. then like <laughs> what, what was it like <laughs> um like he was he was like that and it was like I don't think I really understood how good how good he was already because like oh yeah I got there his second year so his first year I was watching him on tv and it was like he was already killing people but he was like that, like actually a funny story with him. So like, this was kind of my like, um, uh, welcome to Stillwater kind of moment with him or, or, or college basketball. So we're playing pickup, like the first couple of pickups for the summer. Um, some I like, I'm like playing defense. I like contest someone's shot and I kind of like leak. And so we get the rebound 
and he and someone like throws me the ball. So I'm thinking, oh, finally, I can go get an easy bucket. Marcus Smart didn't think so. So I'm going. So, okay, so mind you, I'm already at half court, like pushing like the three point line already on the other side. And I, no one's running after me. No one. I don't see anyone coming yet. I catch the ball. By the time I turn around, look at the goal, I go up for the layup. I just see someone come out of nowhere. And how, like, LeBron blocked that shot, he just spikes my ball off the, off the backboard and just start and, like, and it goes back on the other end. And I remember just standing there like, what just happened? Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what just happened. I didn't even see him moving, like, two seconds ago. He somehow came and got me. And that just shows to this day, like, he does that with this. But, like, he's always been like that. He's always been that dog. Like, he has that. Man, man, absolutely. But, but yeah, that was my it, it's it's always smart moment. It's always crazy to it's always crazy to hear, you know, uh stories about that and of just the of the, these these guys uh, they're just you know they're just different and and sometimes man. we don't ben, even but know been different yeah exactly different. <laughs> exactly <laughs> man been different since, since since a young age man but all right so you know so then we, we you know we fast forward to your junior year which you know some some could call you know your breakout year uh you become the fourth player in big 12 history like ever to finish uh top 10 in the league in scoring at uh, 17 points per game rebounding you at eight eight, eight points per game and uh three point percentage you shot a ridiculous 44 percent from three which is absurd <laughs> so let's you know let's, let's let's talk let's talk a little bit about that and you know let's give you your flowers because the only other three players in big 12 history to do that i don't know if you know this or not but it's the slim breather kevin durant yeah <laughs> the guy <laughs> exactly the guy right yeah. jordan yang yeah. and jordan hamilton so talk to right. us about you know how does it feel to be along elite elite company you know what i'm saying when you mention those names you better mm. mention jeffrey carroll too man first of all thank y'all for that thank you for that for saying that and second of all i remember when i first found that out i was like like Kevin, like Kevin Durant, like we're talking man. about Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin freaking but, Durant. I mean, man, but like that man, but that year was just, I don't know what happened. I mean, uh, obviously we had a, a different coach, uh, Brad, um, and our system was just crazy. I want to say behind UCLA when they had Lonzo Ball, like we were like the second offense. Uh, we had Jawan running point guard. Man, Phil Forte on one wing. Uh, I'm on the other wing. We had my boy Layden and, and Mitch, and and we had a a really. I want well, no. I, I actually came off the bench. I actually forgot that. I I actually came off the bench and did that. But um, whenever Coach Brad got there, um, you know, mind you, he doesn't really know me like that. He, I remember he called me into his office and was like, you know, I think that you could be one of like uh, one of the best players in the Big Twelve. And, you know, he's, t- he's talking to a kid who was just averaging eight and four, you know. So I'm like, uh, okay. You know, of course, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, he must like me or something. You know, he must see something. But I'm like, okay, I'm not really, like, thinking much of it. But, man, I, our, our system, man, like the system that we ran and just, like, the teammates that I had, I mean, it was all uh, thanks to that. And, yeah, I mean, that's all I could really say with that. I mean, like, the rest was just me trying to play hard and, the 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 confidence and the swagger was definitely at a uh at, at, at a high and yeah it was just crazy 
Absolutely, man. So, you, you know, you know, J me and me and Jay, we often talk about, you know, summer of separation, right? When you you're doing something that 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 other, other players just not doing. So, you know, that's kind of what comes to mind uh, when, you know, you talk about that. Like what if you had a point to, you know, I know it, it's been a, a lifetime worth of worth of work that got you there. But if you had a point to one thing that really, you know, took you over the edge and got you to have that ridiculous breakout season, do, do you could you, do you think back to, to something that you were doing? Um, I would say like uh, that summer for me was really big. Um, I was actually sent to Phoenix, um, and uh, to 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 train. And um, that summer, I also did the um, Adidas camp and the uh, Nike camp. And I would say, just being around those players, you know, because I, I like I say, you know, I'm just a cat from Virginia, not really highly ranked, to being around these guys that are highly touted you know, that are, that are superstars and just being able to compete with them and knowing that I could was, I think was probably like mentally was, was what I needed. Cause I think, you know, like, like the skills has, has always been there. Just like the, the, the confidence is always wavering. And I think that, that, that summer really gave me the confidence. Like, you know, like this could be it. I mean, granted, you know, it was a, you know, totally new coach, new system. Um, but, you know, we saw the same team. No, and I would say probably that summer right there was probably what gave me the confidence uh, for me to 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 uh, take that jump. Absolutely, man. Yeah, me me mental is huge, man. A lot, a lot of people, yeah. especially kids at a young age, don't really understand the 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 importance of you know mentally, you know, not only believing in yourself, but you right. know, really uh, before you get on the court, visualizing yourself, you know, right. out there doing everything. But uh, but you know, uh, for for all these player interviews, uh, Jeffrey, I'm not gonna lie. One of my favorite questions to ask is this: this next one I'm about to ask you right now, which is, man, like you clearly played, you know, at a D Division One program, prestigious program. Uh, you mentioned you play playing against players like Marcus Smart. Um, you know, you again, you were <laughs> along the lines of Kevin Durant. You were in the Big Twelve. So, you know, big time players. But what I want to know is, is there one team or one player when you when you were in college, you were like, man, we got to go up against him. Like, I got to get some sleep tonight. I got to get ready because this is not going to be an easy matchup. Man, uh, definitely some come to mind easily. Uh, Buddy Hill is one of them. Um, Buddy Hill is one of them. Uh, Trey Young is another one. Uh, man. Um, I played against Andrew Wiggins and Joel Embiid, but well, I was I was redshirted, so I didn't have to play against them. But th I would say they were. I mean, just as far as like watching them and like what we had to prepare for, yeah, they're they're up there. Um, George Niang is definitely up there. Um, Nas Long, like that whole um, Iowa State team, um, Monte Morris. Uh, Deontay Burton, Naz Long, Matt Thomas. I would say them probably. I would say them. But I mean, I mean, yeah, uh, it was a lot of guys I've seen. But I mean, probably Buddy Hield and and, and, and Trey Young. Man, absolutely. Yeah. So Jeff, we we talked about your at Oklahoma State career. You know, putting up those historic numbers, going from big from a red shirt to all Big Twelve. A historic feat, man. Like the, no, no one could take them from you, especially with the players you played against and the elite company you're with, um, and they were with as well because they were with Jeffrey Carroll Jr. But let's talk <laughs> about the next step for you, which is the pros, man. Um, what was that like? You know, you're leaving the Big Twelve, you're leaving Oklahoma State, 
now you you want to go obviously further your basketball career what was the step getting an agent and all that to your next step and approach um yeah so we we finished up um i'm gonna say we played the uh, nit my uh, senior year we finished up we uh went i want to say we won the first three games we lost to uh, western kentucky to a, a really good team and um yeah, from there, um, I hired the agent. Uh, I left Stillwater right away because I was already um, finished up with school. So I just uh, said my goodbyes, everybody. And, yeah, it was just pretty much just uh, going back home to get ready for the next step. And, uh, yeah, so um, met and signed uh, with the agency. And, um, yeah, from there, I uh, went to Atlanta, Georgia, where I went to the skills factory to start my pre-draft process pretty much. And uh, I was down there pretty much just uh, working on my games, just, just just getting ready for the for the draft. Um, and then, yeah, so the draft comes around. Um, I have a little draft party because um, I had, I want to say, like 12, 13, 14 pre-draft workouts. So a, a pretty good pre-draft uh, session or thing that I would say. Um, and I had really good workouts with um, the Lakers and um, the Knicks. And um, I want to say the Lakers. So, yeah, this is the year that they got Braun. So we had – I want to say there was, like, a one pick, I think, like, a, a 40th like a fortieth pick in the second round. And um, I think it was between me and uh, Svee Mikhailu. Um, and they uh, ended up drafting a, a – Speed Mikhailu, uh, somebody that I also uh, battled against in, in college. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so from there, um, went, went undrafted, um, went through the sad phase again. Um, just not – like now it's like the uh, uncertainty now because this isn't college where, you know, you know that you're probably going to, you know, play or whatever. But so now it's the uncertainty. Um and then shortly after the draft was over, I want to say like 15 minutes later, my agent called me and was like, the um, Lakers want to bring you in for summer league. And so sad phase is over, happy phase again. And yeah, from there, um, I was you know, really excited. Just another uh, chance for me to, to, to try to prove. And, um, and um, yeah, from there was – I actually played well. Um, I played my played my way in. Um, got a exhibit ten contract, uh, which was at the time is you pretty much just get invited to training camp. Um, and of course the the training camp roster is like eighteen, nineteen, twenty guys. And you know, of course, by the time the season starts, they have to have like twelve. Um, went through that, so uh, I was in L.A. Um, on the Lakers, enjoying it, the LeBron era. Um, trying to trying to take it all in because. Just, you know, just a kid from Virginia now in L.A. with the big dogs um, walking around with A.D. and LeBron and Kuz and, you know, all, all those guys. And, um, yeah, just trying to take it all in. And um, I, I was getting some some practice moments, not the most. Um, yeah, Luke Wallen was a coach, but we were just so loaded. Um, it, it, it was going to be really, really hard for me to get an opportunity because um, we, you know, Lance Stevenson, KCP, uh, who else? Yeah, Brandon Ingram, Kuz, Caruso. So you know, a, a lot of a lot of guards. 
So it was my 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 chances were were very very slim. Um, I actually only ended up playing a few minutes in a preseason game against the Clippers. I want to say Boban uh, or Boban dunked on me because he's already he's already at the rim. Oh, um, so that was my only real uh, NBA type of type of action. But um, just the uh, experience for me was was really dope, and you know just. You know, just coming from nothing and being uh, in L.A., you know, just still just trying to focus on the bigger picture, you know, just still working on my game. Not or like, of course, knowing, you know, my opportunities are very slim, but, you know, I didn't really let that, you know, change my mindset. I was just enjoy it, you know, because not a lot of people can even get to where you're at. So I think just taking that all in was was great. I mean, I, I was very blessed to be there. Um, it's somewhere I do want to get back. Um, but I just had to kind of um, take a different route. And now uh, hopefully one day I can uh, get back there. Man, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, you know, you talked about LeBron, right? I mean, I'm sure you see, you know, all the, all the right. All the I see things. it. <laughs> all the Lakers, I see it. Lakers fans John, got a huge sure. Laker fan. For sure. <laughs> big time sure. Lakers Got all the LeBron jerseys. This one's actually the one I, I got my daughter name on the back end. My girl got it for me. So, but, but, but whatever, man, that's besides the point. That's but dope. what I what I want to know is uh, how is it to, you know, be around, you know, you talk about LeBron there, the AD and you know, AD's, you know, cool. I, I like AD, but I want to know about how is it being around a player like Bron? Like, even if you don't, even if you hate the man, you got to think he's arguably top five player of all time. Like, just no, I feel like, right. you know, go no just way no around debate. it. Yeah, there's no there's debate no about debate. it, right? So, but um, how is that? Man, it was crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, the uh, first story, um, my first time, you know, seeing him in person, because you know, of course, I've never seen him in person. He's he's like a myth, you know, a legend, a ghost. He's him, whatever. And um, I was at the facility. Uh, I was getting ready uh, one morning for a workout, and like this was like before, I guess, like the real team kind of got to town. And so I, like, I'm in there working out. I get done. I'm, like, leaving the court. And, like, the facility is crazy nice, like, really, really nice. And, like, it's, like, just really long hallways. And so it's, like, a one long hallway to get to, like, the South Bay locker room, uh, which is where I was trying to go. And um, I, like, walk out of the gym, turn to my right, and the first people I see is LeBron and uh, Bronny, his, his son. And I'm like, of course, like, you know, he sees me, I see him, but like, I froze up because I was like, yeah, like, this is him. I was like, oh, it's like, this is LeBron right here in front of me. I wasn't even like mentally ready to see him or none of that. And like, he just comes up to me, he's like, like, uh, yo, what's up? Like, and I was like, yo, how you doing? Like, I'm Jeff Carroll. Like, you know, he's like, okay, cool. You know, I, I dab him up and I'm like, Yo, like I just dabbed up, you know, one of the goats, <laughs> arguably, like that quick. And then, like, I like said, what's up to Bronny? I was like, yo, this, like Bronny was, you know, <laughs> even big then. I was like, yo, this dude is huge. Like, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, like just seeing him and like, I, I, I like really don't get starstruck because I've, I've like been around some people and seen some people, but I kind of just got like, I definitely was a little starstruck. I'm not gonna lie. Cause I saw him, I was like, oh wow, like this is him. And, yeah, it was it was crazy to seeing him like that. But man, just being around him, like I I had a few conversations with him, like nothing crazy, obviously, because like you know we don't really have much to talk about. Um, but 
Like another story was um, a preseason game. We were in, uh, we're somewhere in California. I don't even know, but we were playing the uh, Denver Nuggets. And um, I wasn't playing, of course. I was sitting at the uh, end of the bench. And um, I like LeBron has this like, this like kind of like reclining little cushion for his seat. So like I was sitting in it, but I had no idea that it was LeBron. So he comes out of the game. I'm at the end of the bench. Of course, you know, I stand up, you know, dab him up. Like, Good job. And he's like, you're in my seat. And I'm like, huh? Like, like I'm not paying much attention. And I'm like, oh, like, this is LeBron talking to me again. I'm like, huh? Like, like, like what'd you say? He's like, you're in my seat. And he kind of starts, like, chuckling. But I'm thinking he's, like, kind of messing with me, like, trolling me. Like, oh, he's trying to bother me because he knows I'm not, you know, like, used to being here. And I just sit back down. Like, I just sit back down like he didn't say that. And he's like, no way, really, like, you're in my seat. I was like, oh, my bad. Like, and I, and I like, got up and we started laughing. Like, we both started laughing. I was like, oh, it's not. Like, he was being serious. But, like, I would say, like, he's the most, like, humble superstar. Like, he doesn't act like I'm I'm, Le- I'm LeBron James. It's like he just acts like a normal dude who, you know, who is LeBron James. But it's like – because, you know, like, some superstars are like, oh, you know who I am. Like, But it's like he was, you know, someone like really, really down to earth. And it, it really, you know, kind of caught me by surprise because I was like, Someone of his caliber, you know, doesn't have to be like that. And it's probably hard to be like that. But I was just, like, really blown away by by, by that, really. But, yeah. It... Man, bro, that that that's, like, insane. And it just, man, like, it's something you got, you you hold on to for, for sure. absolutely the, the, the rest of your life, man. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 it's, and it's dope how, from the start, Jeff, you know, you had that beginning – and you could see kind of the top, you know, being around, you know, greatness like that. And then you, even if you didn't stay up there, you know, you know, you now want to work back there. So it's uh, that's a crazy story to begin with. Sure. But your first year with the South Bay Lakers, man, what, what was that like? Your first pro pro uh, season? Man, um, it was it was kind of it was kind of bad, to be honest, because I, I had a, a injury that held me out for, like, the first – for, like, 75% of the season, I, I had, like, a grade three uh, ankle tear, um, like, the first day. So, um, yeah, fast forward through the Lakers. So, they they, they weighed me, but they were like, um, we still want you to to play for our um, affiliate, who was South Bay. And I was like, you know, of course. And in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm already here. Um, they already know me a little bit, so, you know. If anything, you know, I'm just, you know, like a gym over now. So I was like, I think like this will be a great opportunity. So we had like about a week, two week break uh, in between. Um, uh, I went home, came back, uh, fully locked in Versailles Bay. I was like, now, you know, I'm fully motivated, like even more. Like I want to get back to you know, the real Lakers. And um, yeah, so the first day um, like, we get loose, go through our warm ups. Um, like, first, second drill, we're playing ones. Um, don't know why. Uh, so, we're playing ones. We're competing. And I go I go get a bucket. And so, that – but, like, you got a point for being on def- – or, like, for getting a stop on defense. So, got so got on defense. And so, um, someone, you know, is coming at me. Uh, we're playing. I'm guarding him. He kind of beats me. I recover. I block his shot off the glass. And somehow, like – he didn't really move out of the way, so I came down and my right foot stepped on top of his foot, 
and it and my like the side of my ankle just touched the ground and yeah like the rest was yeah it, it was it was over from there uh definitely one of the worst pains I ever felt I'm um, OSU I never really got hurt so um going through that you know your first real deal injury um in your rookie year not the most ideal time to happen um it kind of it kind of set me back because now um I was an affiliate guy, you know, who was on the radar, um, you know, was probably going to be a starter or, or going to get really, really good minutes. And then all that is, is over as soon as I turned my ankle. And uh, I was out for probably like 70% of the season because the, the regular G League season is only 55 games. And I definitely missed about, yeah, probably, probably 30 or some games. And then it's like the games you – the first couple of games you come back, you know, you're not really there yet. You know, you're just out there to try to get back acclimated. So um, I definitely have some good stretches. I, I put up some good 20 point games, um, but it just wasn't enough. Um, Cause like by the time I got in the groove, you know, was finally playing well, getting minutes, the season was over. Cause we didn't make the playoffs, unfortunately. So yeah, the, the season was cut just like that. So my, my rookie year was done just like that. And so, but I mean, it was like overall, I mean, like once I finally got out there, it, it was great. Um, but it was just finally getting out there, the never being hurt to, you know, and of course you go through, am I going to be the same? I, of course, I like, luckily I didn't have a serious injury. Like I don't even want to say it, knock on wood, I don't even want to mm-hmm. say it, but it's like, you know, like just going through that. But I mean, thankfully it wasn't that serious, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. And just to have that experience and play at that level is huge regardless. Right. So, I mean, no, no one can take that away from you, too. And being affiliated or being in an organization like the Lakers, South Bay Lakers, don't matter. Uh, still big. But, uh, sure. Jeff, question, a question for you, man. Like, throughout the G League and, and even the preseason or whatever, summer league, uh, up in 2018, what 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 matchups were were tough for you, if any, or like what kind of what kind of players and things practices? What was that like? Because you're practicing with LeBron, all these guys, Caruso. Um, it was it was kind of tough at first because then it was like the the high school, you work your way up, you hit college, back at the bottom, college, work your way up, hit the pros, back at the bottom. So now. You know, I'm I'm casually playing pickup against Rondo, you know, Braun, um, Caruso. But I mean, it was definitely a culture shock. It, it was it was definitely you know like oh like this is the like the high stage for a reason. Um, but I think just like once I finally got my feet wet, like I like went through some workouts, played some pickups. It it definitely got better. And then like you start finally feeling like oh like I can like I belong here. I can play. But, like, you also realize, like, your window of opportunity is really, really small. And, you know, just, like, the simplest thing could hold you back from not making that roster, you know, so. Extremely interesting. People don't realize, like, an injury, this, that can be the difference of you making a roster and not. So, glad you you talked about that. But, um. I guess I guess everything happens for a reason. Not not in a cliche kind of way, but 
in the sense yeah. that, you know, in terms of sometimes it takes one thing to lead to another. And what I'm talking about is your 2019, uh, 2020 season, your first season overseas after you left uh, the South Bay Lakers. And this mm-hmm. was with Bergamo, if I'm pronouncing yeah. that correctly. And you had a rebounds more, more of yourself. I, looks like you were back healthy as well. What was that like your first yeah. season overseas? Um, and that adjustment and everything you had to do. Uh, like you said, big adjustment. Cause like I said, small town kid, not coming from much. And now you're, you're going across that water. And I had never been overseas until my first year. And like, not a lot of people know that either. So that was, man, I, at first, I'm not going to lie. I was just nervous. I had anxiety, like, like not nervous in a basketball standpoint it was just nervous like my everyday life my day-to-day the off the court the how am I gonna live eat talk to people hang out you know so like I just remember first landing in uh, Italy and like my phone because like here I have uh, AT&T so it was like once I hit over there some Italian you know service came up and my phone wasn't working and like that's when I knew I was like man like I'm just in a totally different world right now but it definitely got better. Like once I got, um, like got got settled in, um, started making friends, going out a little bit, and like uh, once the basketball started picking up, it I definitely got better. But yeah, like you said, I, I was finally healthy, fully healthy, um, confident, probably you know hungrier than ever because I was like, well, I just came from LA, and now like this is like my year to you know try to just you know like for myself, like kind of take it to myself, like. You know, just don't focus on, you know, goals. Just focus on being the best basketball player that you can be and best person that you can be. Cause like now I'm the import. Now I'm the I'm the foreigner, you know. So I'm used to, you know, foreigners coming over and playing with us. And now it's, you know, it's is it's different. And so now it was just really just taking a step back, um, accepting where I was at, uh, being where my feet were. And from there, yeah, I mean. It turned out to be great. Uh, it, it that ended up being the COVID year, the first year that COVID kind of hit. So, but until then, it was great. Um, like one, like once we started playing, um, I want to say like my first, like I think by my third game, I put up a thirty ball. So it was like I knew I was gonna be okay. It was just a matter of mentally, you know, being being ready for everything, being away. You know, like how's it gonna be when? it gets hard. We start losing because um, I was playing great, but I um, we weren't very great as a team. Like we were one of the bottom feeders. We were fighting relegation. So it was definitely some pressure, but I was just like, uh, or, or, or uh, like I said earlier, just trying to focus on the bigger goal, which is, you know, being the best player, best person that I could be. True. Yeah. I mean, that, that even that adjustment, like you said, you know, I hadn't, like played overseas at that point and and even the off-court adjustments that's a lot of our guests and, and usually don't talk about enough like coming from america playing in europe just outside of basketball is is a big adjustment too at the same time um but first season over there it propels you to division one with treviso man talk about that and and, and you know seeing your hard work and, and putting up the Members, like you said, pay off in a big way. Now you're playing at right. what some would consider one of the top uh, leagues in Europe. 
Right. Oh man, it was it was great. And like you said, like just the hard work finally come or like not finally coming to show, but 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 just showing, um, staying patient, um, not trying to rush the process. Um, and yeah, and just like immensely staying ready. Cause like I said, that was a COVID year. So then um like it it was it was a lot of a lot of um ups and downs that year because you know uh individually I was doing really well, but as a team, because I'm a competitor, I don't like to lose. I don't care if we're doing a race down the street, you know, I'm, I'm gonna wanna win. So it was like finding that balance of, you know, staying level, not being too high, not being too low, um, was probably the biggest challenge, but like a challenge that also helped me get ready for Treviso. Cause then that that year uh COVID happened, uh the season we actually didn't end up finishing the season. We 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 finished a majority of it, but we didn't finish the entire thing. So um it was definitely great, you know, it was definitely a great feeling like you know, I put in or I've shown enough to where it can it could get me to that next level. Um, but yeah, man, just 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 taking that next step, um, playing in one of the best leagues in Europe and like not even really knowing it because like I said, I wasn't I'm not I'm not I like I like wasn't really too used to like the European scene, the powerhouses of Europe, you know, like 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 what leagues and what divisions and all that. So just kind of going through that process and learning it, you know, kind of step by step was uh, was was pretty cool uh, at the same time, man. <clears throat> absolutely, man. And 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 on and for for the fam, fam family out there, I don't know what is going on. We are having all types of technical difficulties today, mm-hmm. but uh, but but we uh we we appreciate you know everybody you know staying staying along with us. But like how you said, you know Jeffrey, you 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 had to, you know make make the adjustment, and uh, you definitely you know you definitely did. Uh, but uh, but, you know, but but before we start wrapping up here, I want to know about uh you know what what are some you know we talked about you know some big games, some key matchups you had in college, but what are some you know now you're playing you're, you're, you're this is people are, are pros right like you're playing against uh, against the, the, these uh foreigners uh well they're in their homeland right but right. i guess like to us they're foreigners and, and they're you know trying to feed their family feed their kids uh so how how was you know how was that uh that i know the game is different from you know the states and being overseas how how, how did it take to you to adjust and for you to understand because you know you clearly could adjust and you know had a good uh, had a good season over there Right. I mean, to start, something that I learned right away was the uh, attention to detail. Um, like these, you know, to us, they're 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 foreigners, but you know, like their 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 training is a little different. Like they're very high IQ guys. Like I would say that's the difference between like us Americans. Like, cause I mean, Americans like we're known for being like a- athletes. You like over there, like they may not be the best athletes, but they're you know really really smart. So, like, they can make up, you know, in, like, different facets of the game by, you know, by just being smart. But, man, like, yeah, just playing against a highly IQ guys, you know, like, you can definitely tell the the clubs that have been playing together for some seasons, you know, because, like, they have that camaraderie. Like, they know each other's move before they even do it. But, I mean, yeah, probably just, like, the attention to detail, the scout report, like, you know, um, every, you know, you know, everybody's strengths, you know, their weaknesses, you know, you know, just, just everything. And like, but I mean, like, as far as like the difference, like definitely like the IQ, I would say, but like, that's something also that, I mean, that like Europe has given to me was like slowing the game down just because I've always been a, 
a player, you know, is just like passing to me, like go get a bucket or, you know, quick, quick hitters, quick this, but just playing in different roles on these uh, different teams uh, has caused my game to, to really grow because, I mean, of course, I, I can still shoot, but it's like I think now, you know, I became a better playmaker, making reads, reading, reading the defense was something that I never really did. It was just I just relied on just my natural instincts, skills, you know, kind of kind of just stuff like that. But just kind of just playing a year of it just kind of just slowed the game down. And like that's why you see these uh, Nikola Jokic's, these Luka Doncic's, you know, the these guys who they aren't playing fast at all. They're then, you know, you know, dang near walking, but it's mm-hmm. they're, they're so smart. And it's like, you could tell, and it's like, it's being in those cultures. Like it's really just in the mind, you know, cause they might not be the most athletic, but they are smart and like, they can make up, you know, and, and like affect the game in a lot of different ways, just off IQ. Absolutely, man. I, I'm, I, I bet that that, you know, that propelled your game to uh, a whole nother level, uh, but you know, um, but but before we get you out of here, you know, Jeffrey, I, one thing that you know we do, we, I got I gotta ask about. You know, you talked about playing Trey Young in 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 uh in college and all of that. But I know for for all the people, and I'm gonna link all your social media and all that, man. But on your Instagram, there's that picture. You know, what I'm saying you play with Trey Young in that uh, classic uh, this the Skins League, the the uh, Oklahoma very uh, prominent pro runs. I want to know, you know, how 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 that game was. Uh, you know, playing with you know such other great players and and uh, just playing in a, in a good league. You know, how how was that? This time uh, you just recently played that. I mean, it's it's great because the uh, skin league has uh, been around for I want to say like this is the sixth seventh year, so kind kind of new, but it's definitely trying to. It's gonna be you know like the the Drew League of the Midwest is like that's kind of the goal because I'm I'm uh, really close with the uh, owner, the founder who is skins himself. His name is skins and um yeah i mean it just got um uh nba sanctioned so anybody from the league who wants to pull up can pull up um but i mean no, i mean for for as far as like how i look at it, i mean it's it's great i mean because you're playing against um pro guys you're playing against high level collegiate guys guys who are getting ready to go pro uh collegiate stars guys who are pro guys who are vets so it's definitely, you know, good, you know, just just good bump to play in to 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 stay ready game wise um during the summer. And it's 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 really competitive. And I think for just the city itself is good because you know it just brings out, you know, fans, you know, guys, you know, or like maybe, you know, fans who used to like us in college, maybe who can't really see our our, our games overseas, you know, like have a chance to see us play live you know, for, for, for five bucks, you know, and I, I just think that it's just a good, a good deal in, in general, but I mean, now playing, playing with Trey is a lot better than playing against him. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'll definitely leave it at that, but man, it's like, you just realize, I mean, of course I knew how, how, how great he was, but you just see the game translate and it's no surprise, you know, it's really no surprise. And just you know i'm just how you know i like i mean just as a fan of the game i mean i love his game you know and of course playing with him you know as a scorer as a shooter off the ball you know he he definitely has some assists to me uh because uh, that was uh, actually our second game together could we the game that went viral was the one that um the trash talking uh player the one that hit the game mm-hmm. winner i was actually in that game too um 
And yeah, I mean, of course you saw the ending, like that, like that's what he does, but it's just like, just that environment to the city, uh, to the state um, is, is great. And cause you know, you know, like you're talking about a cat who was just in the uh, Eastern conference finals, you know, and you have a chance to see him for five bucks. And mm-hmm. I mean, like just in general, you know, with Braun and, you know, like uh, DeJounte Murray, you know, like these other guys playing. Uh, I mean, I just think that is great, you know, for the fans. I mean, you know, cause maybe families who can't afford to go see these guys are, you know, 15 feet away from, them. you know, they're getting mm-hmm. sweated on by these guys, you know? So it's, I think that is great, but I'm, I'm good. But playing with Trey is definitely better playing as his teammate than against him. <laughs> man, I, I, I bet, man. And yeah, and, that, and that, that's what I wanted to tell I wanted to say, like, man, you, uh, I love it how, you know, you guys are out there because like, again, not every kid can afford to go see a, a college game or an NBA right. game, you know, but to right. be out there, you know, you guys are really showing these kids that it, you know, it's, it, it is possible, man. But all right. All right, Jeffrey. So, you know, we, we talked about high school, we talked about college, talked about, you know, time in the league, your pro career, or what, what, you know, what we want to know and what the family want to know is, you know, what's next, you know, what, what, what's in the horizons and, you know, what, what can we expect for you, you know, whether it be next stops or, you know, what can the people expect to stay up to date with you and what you got going on? Uh, to stay up to date with me. Um, I actually just signed a deal. I'm going first league Finland. So I'm trying out a different country nice. going first league. Uh, uh, Helsinki, Helsinki, the uh, capital of Finland. They're the Helsinki uh, Seagulls. Uh, but yeah, uh, 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 top league Finland. Uh, it'll be a new adventure, new start, uh, new culture, and just a new fresh chance to to go. You know, show my game somewhere else, and to uh, hopefully circle back to hopefully summer league, and to kind of just try to try to uh, work my way back up. So, but. As far as next, um, I actually leave this Thursday on the first to go out there to Finland, and uh, I'm looking forward to a, a very um, big season, a healthy season, God willing, and a very uh, a successful one. Absolutely, so. man! Absolutely, yeah. That's that that that's huge props, man. Signing Congrats. the pro. Yes, congrats, sure. bro. Congrats, man. That's okay. big time. Yes, yeah, sir. That's appreciate big that. time. Appreciate Sign, that. Signing a pro contract, playing pro is 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 huge, man. For every every kid that you know picks up that basketball and plays us, you know, that's something they dream of. Yeah, so, so you know, big, right. big, big, uh, you know, big ups to you. Uh, but you know, la- la- last thing, last thing that we 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 want to know is you know, if there's if there's some little if there's some kid out there, not even if some kid, you know, some college kid or some 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 high school kid that's that wants to have a career like you, you know, wants to be you know be able to you know be at the bottom but be able to climb up every single time and not not let adversity keep them down. You know, what what would be you know maybe one one or two pieces of advice you would give to a young hooper out there or even maybe just a young Jeffrey Carroll? Um man. Um to find like the reward within the journey. Like, don't think about the destination. Just enjoy what you go through. The good, the bad, the ugly. The highs, you know, the you know, the, the all the wins, the lows, where you thought about maybe quitting. And, you know, just even like in the middle where, you know, everything is good, it's not bad, it's not great, it's content. But just just being where your feet are, man, because um oftentimes like my my biggest struggle was the mental part of the game was just getting frustrated easily um sometimes not being able to take uh constructive criticism maybe 
whether that's from a teammate, from a coach. Um, being being too hard on myself, like how I how I how I talk to myself in my head was something that I just kind of kind of got around to, just because I'm so hard on myself. Like like I miss a few shots. I'm like, oh, you're being trash. But it's like you know why why put that upon yourself? You know, just put like just push yourself to be the best you can be because you know no one's perfect. But just be where your feet are and just enjoy the ride because you never know when it's over. It could be over tomorrow. It could be over, you know, in, you know, some decades. But just enjoy where you are, whether that's where you want to be. But, you know, you're kind of there for a reason. So I would I would tell a young person that or even my 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 younger version of myself that. Yes, sir. I appreciate that advice. Yeah, the journey is absolutely just as important as the destination or like even more important. So uh, I appreciate the words of wise. And man, just appreciate you for your time and, and coming on man, and to share your, I'm to glad share to be your on here. journey. Yeah. It's been sorry a long time coming. Yeah, sorry for the holdups, man. <laughs> it's I'm all not good. Lie. Sorry for the holdups. Because yeah, I know y'all are busy, man. But no, I'm very thankful to be here to, to, to talk to y'all today. And for sure, I, I, I hope that uh, we can definitely talk again, you know, later down the road. Yes, sir, man. Most definitely, man. We, we, for sure. we, we appreciate you. We appreciate you for me, you know, uh, you know, making time for this, my dog. You know, we we apologize for any any technical. Nah, you can, man. That's me too, man. Because I've been moving around a lot, man. I'm not gonna lie, but no, uh, I'm glad that I was able to sit down with y'all today, man. For sure. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. And for all the family out there, if you guys want to stay uh, up to date with 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 our guy Jeffrey, man, I'm gonna link his uh, his Instagram, social media, and everything in the description down below. It'll also be right there in his little bubble, man. So make sure you guys show show our guy. Jeffrey Jeffrey, some love. He's about to head out there to Finland, man. So support in any way you can, because uh, you know he's our he's, he's our guy, big, you know, big, big time thing, man. And uh, Jeffrey, before we get before we get uh get out of here, is there anything you want to shout out or anyone you want to shout out while you have this platform? Man, Whew. shout out my mom, dad, my uh, my boy Coda Bear, uh, Lindy. Um, but I mean, just uh, shout out the people that really that really uh, like me. That, that follow me, rock with me, that been supporting me all this way since Riley since I was a kid. Um, and a uh, shout out to y'all as well, because I mean, I, I I hope to see y'all in about a year, blown up. You feel me? And I'm 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 just trying to talk to y'all again because y'all are so famous, man. But nah, man. <laughs> we appreciate you. Shout out to y'all in a big way. Appreciate you for real. We appreciate you, my dog. We appreciate it, man. So, yes, sir, man. For all the family, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you stay, if you want to stay up to date with Jeffrey Carroll, man, make sure you check the description down below. But if that's it, then we out of here, y'all. Clutch Talk out. Peace.